Welcome to the Strip Down Know Nothing Podcast, focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right. Whether they're beautiful or ordinary, from beautiful to ordinary, <laughs> we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. He's running away from everything we hoped for. It's my co-host, Evan. I can't believe that he'd believe that I would fake it. It's my co-host, Saker. I can't believe that you would believe that I would believe that you would fake it. That's truly upsetting to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's a uh, that's the BNL wordplay we come to this uh, we come to the table for. <laughs> do you love in? Uh, do you love or hate? Because I don't. I feel like there's no middle ground for this in shows when or movies when it's like I knew that you knew that I knew that you knew that I knew would you would do that. So it's, I did that. Yeah, I guess it's it depends on whether how it's being played. I think. Sure. Uh. Yeah. Well, I mean, in the hands of a a skilled tradesman, any tool is a bladed hammer, <laughs> as the old saying goes. When all you've got is blank pages, everything looks like dialogue. That's true. <laughs> oh, couldn't be writer, my friend. Couldn't be a writer. Ooh. Oh, what did I do? A little BNL turn of phrase there? There you go. Yeah, you should you should uh, apply for the new the, the new band position. <laughs> the BNL apprenticeship they're uh, they're doing, I hear. Yeah, yeah. I think they oh. I think they do that every Man. year. What that would be great if there were a BNL internship program and you could apply to be a, yeah. a, a junior B-Nake. Yeah, isn't that what all the, that uh, fan fiction we read about BNL was about? Uh, God, I still I was gonna invite. All that right, guys, somebody's got to fuck Ed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we shouldn't make fun of that fanfic, but it was just so fucking good. Well, He's I feel yeah, I feel like she was in on the joke, so I think it's okay to to laugh at the part she wanted us to laugh at yeah there that had to have been done with a winking eye and yeah. is just some chained up fucking sex monster <laughs> who needs to be jerked off once a day aren't we all aren't we all especially during these quarantine times yep quarantine times what do you think that the bnl intern is called if he had an official title it can't be bnl intern what do you think it is uh i don't know that's a good question yeah Accessory to accessory to Mr. Robertson. Sure. <laughs> is in the credits of every BNL video. Yeah. Mr. Robertson's personal assistant. Uh, it could be a good boy, right? I don't what know. What a good boy. Yeah. I think it's got to be a reference, right? Uh, what a letdown. That's what they could call. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Have we done um, what a letdown yet? We have not. No, one week because that's how long they last. Ba wa 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 wa. Oh shit! Do you, oh, is hard to work with. They are super mean. They are meaty. Absolutely. Um, Evbo, uh, what have you been up to for this past week? Nothing. <laughs> and I resent you asking me. <laughs> I'm sorry. You told me before the record that you got uh, you woke up with a hangover today. Is that correct? I woke up with a hangover. I decided to day drink yesterday because it was. It was Saturday, and I needed to remind myself what the weekend was. <laughs> That's the saddest part of all this is, well, see, for me, it's different. My job, and we won't say what it is, even though we've said it a hundred times on the podcast, has my workload has become mightily reduced. Mm-hmm. So I feel like every day is a weekend for me now. Like, I still work on weekdays, but I don't work like I've been working. Must be you, nice. I mean, you don't need to remind yourself what a weekend is. Weekends are still, you work pretty hard every weekday, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, I don't know. Weekends are usually, used to be like hanging out with buds and, you know, sure. that sort of stuff. And now, now I just day drink by myself. It's cool. Have you done any, any social distance, socialized drinking? 
You mean like like drinking over Skype or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I play, when I'm running games or something, like everybody's drinking during the game. Sure. Have you been so. Have you been running games uh, while yeah. we've been in quarantine? Yeah, I run oh. I run my normal game, my Monday and my Saturday games. Yeah. What is your uh, Saturday game? Saturday game is a grim dark version of Brian Jock's Redwall called Grimwall, and they okay. play anthropomorphic animals, and they're running <laughs> running a bling ring. Sure. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Like the movie The Bling Ring. Yeah, yeah. They're like okay. they're like they're like thieves, and they're stealing jewels from noble mice and stuff see that's games without a meta plot uh, can be fun i suppose but what it sounds like is that they are just doing minor heists right is there an antagonist there's a there's a huge meta plot but i don't want to get into it because it doesn't sound like it's good pod yeah tell me about your D &D game i don't know what is good pod if we don't do anything anymore there's nothing to talk about we're not face to face does good pod exist anymore no no. Okay. So my game is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fucking skip it. We could just, you know, what we could do is just but. get right to this week's song. Let's get it. This week's song is called Wind It Up. And if you've never heard it before, here is a quick sample. Evan, we had uh, this week a, uh, a text exchange. We were supposed to record a few days ago. You got super busy, which is MBD. We're a little, we're getting stacked up on these records, which is great. Uh-huh. But we had an exchange which you said, oh no, I can't believe I have to listen to the song 30 more times. <laughs> and I said, uh-oh, I fucking loved this song. <laughs> Coming out hot. So yeah, right off the bat, I think we are at an impasse here, right? Mm-hmm. No, what? I don't. I didn't hate the song, but I did, definitely did not like it at all. <laughs> so it was it was just somewhere in the realm of of uh, nothing to you. There were commendable things about it, which we will get into. But I just felt like it was so long and boring. Really? What is? Do we have the length for this song offhand? Four I'm minutes sure. and twenty five seconds. Gee, okay, this was in your notes, clearly. <laughs> yes, because I had to listen to it like twelve to fifteen times at four minutes and twenty five seconds. What is? What do you consider, Evan, the greatest pop song of all time? Give me, give me your idea of what the greatest uh, pop song is. Britney Spears, Toxic. Toxic. <laughs> uh, how long <laughs> is it? to listen to okay because like i feel like four and a half minutes is not a like insane amount of time for a a radio ready pop song right i don't know do you it do is you for think this it is? one no i feel like four minutes four what? and a half minutes is fi- is fine if the song is doing something but this song just kind of just it limped along for me like just the 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 vocals were so slow. Everything was so fucking slow and plodding. And like when I read the uh, lyrics, like there's like, what? One, two, three, four, five, six stanzas of lyrics. And mm-hmm. three of them are, three of them are chorus. So I'm like, oh, this song cannot be that long. And it uh-huh. was, it was so fucking long. And like a minute in, I had, I had, uh, I thought I'd heard pretty much everything the song had. And then it just kept doing it. Yeah, but this is a song that luxuriates in its simplicity, right? This is a song that just sort of like, 
hey, we're having fun. Why don't we just chill here for a while? And you're yeah, the it's friend- like when you're on the toilet and you're just dropping a fucking deuce on the, the toilet. And you're like, you know what? I'm done pooping, but I'm just going to sit for another half hour because why not? That could be, I'm reading a book. I'm enjoying my iPhone. Well, my legs are asleep, but I'm just going to hang out here. Yeah, you know what it is? My you toes are tingling. Song- you see this song as a toilet. I see this song as a pool. It's me and you and a bunch of our buds. We're hanging out by the pool. Oh my god! And Somebody Evan's shit in the pool. Evan is like, "Hey guys, can we let's let's go to let's go to uh let's go to fucking uh, Tudor's Biscuit World." And we're all like, "Yeah, Ev, Tudor's Biscuit World isn't that good." And we're kind of enjoying. It's a nice summer day. Like we're having a good time. You're like, no, we gotta get to Biscuit. Aren't you bored? <laughs> Aren't you bored with this pool? And then you throw a Snickers bar in the pool and tell us all you somebody shit in it. It's like if we were hanging around a pool, but we weren't allowed to go in the water <laughs> or do anything but sit on the lawn chairs. Uh, I guess. And it's I like, don't... okay, you can read, but you can only read the same page over and over again. <laughs> I suppose. I don't know. I I feel like this song, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're clearly viewing it from two different, uh, two, two different uh, uh, it just perspectives seemed, here. It seemed like a pop song with like all the serial numbers filed off. It just seemed like they were just like, they were just going to like shit out a pop song as quickly as they could. Man, that's nuts to me. We have, yes, we have a very, number one, very catchy chorus. Am I right? Was the chorus no. catchy to you? No. Really? I can't even, like, normally when I listen to a BNL song, the chorus gets stuck in my head for days. I can't even remember the chorus to this song. And what? I just listened to it. Wow. I'm, if I if I told you the words, could you hum it, do you think? Wind me up, my dear. Had it up to here. Uh-uh. I just said, "Why me up, my dear? Up to here, something like like save me from myself. <laughs> wake me up, wake me wind up, me up. wind me up, my nope. dear. Had yeah, it right? up, had it. Fuck. That's right? That would be a really good mashup, but I wish, even though I liked this song, I wish that had been the song. It's a cover of Evanescence with Wind Me Up. Like there, I think I think I came out of the gate hotter against the song in this podcast right now because I didn't, like I said, I didn't hate the song." It just wasn't much of anything to me, and I think you're pushing me towards more hating it because because you are you're questioning my ambivalence towards it. <laughs> and I'm like, well, here's all the reasons I hated it, so it makes me sound like a hater. But there's actually a lot of stuff I did like about the song. That's what we do in this podcast: is we polarize each other. We, yeah. we, we just push each other hard enough that we we go somewhere different. We're all radicalizing each other. That's what this <laughs> podcast is about. That's fine. I kind of like that. Ev, this is, I've never taken, I took over two pages of notes on this song in, Holy butts. in my notes. Yeah. Because I, I feel like there was just so much to fucking talk about. What? I, I, I just kept talking and talking. Also, a lot of it was me talking about other versions of this song. <laughs> because there's a lot of other versions. Yeah. Do, do we, do we, what do we want to do? Get into other versions first or what? Let's go. Let's actually talk about the song first. Okay. All right. We can do that. I suppose that makes sense. Um, tell me about the parts that you liked. I'd love to hear that. Um, let me see. I liked the country riff, the country rock riff at the opening. That was nice. Like, yes. uh, and, and it just like, it sort of like segue. It started, it sounded kind of country to me. Then it segued into like rock guitar. And I kind of enjoyed that. Um, I liked 
the uh, bridge a lot. Now, which part was the bridge? Was that the, uh, if, if you were leaving? Yeah, then I wish you luck, that sort yeah. of thing. That that was, that was I enjoyed, like, Kev's weirdo synths, and then, like, uh, the guitar solo, like, straight, like, fucking shredding 80s guitar. Like, I liked that. And yeah. I liked it. It kept, it kept my interest through the latter half of the song. I think if that, if that guitar hadn't been in there, I would have straight up hated this song. Well, and you can tell that they kind of, structured this whole song around that guitar solo which is fine with me because it fucking rules It was a great, it was a great, I wish that that had just been the song and they had cut off the first like 30, like it just starts with the intro, goes straight into the bridge and then ends. Well, did you see the official video for this song? The one that's just a bunch of people's... That is the fan video. Did you watch the Mm -hmm. official video? No. Oh, the official video does cut off the first verse of the song. Oh, good. Yeah, I, I don't know if they thought that it would be more pleasant without that or if the plan they had for the video was to cut off, you know, just like we don't have enough plot because mm-hmm. it's one of the videos I love, which is a very plot-based video. Uh, oh, which man, I'm super into. shitty I didn't see it because I, I didn't pop up when I was Googling it. Oh. Weird. Um, but I do agree with you. The bridge is amazing. Those walking synths that are like spacey, they're very 80s, which I was super, super into. If you are leaving, then I wish you That solo, I wanna, I wanna talk so much about that solo. It's this like big arena. Like I could see when they were writing the song, like they could picture themselves in an arena, being like, "This is gonna fucking burn the house down." This solo to this song, like it feels like a big arena song to me, doesn't it? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you didn't think so. It was. I mean, the the like. From basically from if you're leaving, then I wish you luck. Yes, I agree 100%. But the first part of the song is just, I don't know, man. Did not. Okay. Uh, The guitar solo was by uh, Kim Mitchell, not a B-Nake. Kim Mitchell of the band Max Webster. Uh, He's like a Canadian rock legend. Uh, He, like on his own, uh, not really known, but he like opened for other humongous acts. He's just a, a big Canadian rock guy, and he agreed to be on this song. So I think mm-hmm. that was another reason they were like, "Shit, we got Kim Mitchell. We gotta make this song a big thing. We're gonna we're gonna really knock his guitar solo out of the park." Yeah. Um, fucking loved it. Loved loved that solo. That it truly. I don't know. It was it was very catchy to me. Um, yeah, and I, I mean, he, he elevates that final chorus, too, because we've got that shredding guitar, we've got the keys, we've got the harmony. It just sounds so big and bombastic and open. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Agreed, agreed. I, I, I just, I couldn't get over how fun this song is. I didn't think it was 
that fun up until the <laughs> like I said like the first the first like half to three quarters of it it just felt like it felt like a nothing a nothing sandwich to me. Wow, that's, two pieces of bread. <laughs> that's so it's surprised. This was that uh, I don't know. I, they they do do some weird things in here. The uh, uh, wait unless you count. Oh things God. Unless you count the things I said when we were naked. They do that. the exact same thing that they just did on Take It Back, where they were like, uh, you mm-hmm. know, uh, <laughs> hard to be quiet, harder now to make noise. Like, two songs later, they pull the same fucking trick on us. <laughs> But somehow it worked here for me. Whereas oh, I think I think okay. I slammed it when we did take it back. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. Here I was just like. I think it was. Yeah, I was okay with fine. it on take it back, and I'm not. I'm not okay with it here because they did it mm. twice. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think this suffers from being so late in the album, because mm-hmm. I. I tr- th- if this were a track two or three, if we were coming out of the gate with this instead of like, sound of your voice or like I don't know. I feel like. Not that the instead of bank job. If this were track two, and we put bank job in the back part of this album, bank job would feel like a hidden gem in the end, and we would be blasting off at the beginning, and and then we could leave take it back where it is as kind of a blah whatever song. I don't know. This is just such a, a good fucking song for me. And Ev, this is the final song on the album. Is it? Yes. So it's kind of cool that we were like, like I don't know that there was such a big song to end it with. In, in a way I don't know it was a bop it was a bop it was something how do you think easy how do you think they decided on easy as <laughs> as the lead single for this album instead of this song this was the second <sighs> single easy's a lot more chill than this song but this song's pretty chill too for like a rock a rock song at least until the end like I feel like the last quarter of it is a completely different animal from the first three quarters of it for me yeah i guess i could see that i i don't i feel like there is a lot of sort of parallelism in this like they bookend i feel like the end of the song is kind of a repetition of the intro in a lot of ways we've got that same driving guitar playing the same melody so i feel like it's not it it wasn't super different to me i don't know what was so different about the end than the beginning to you the like i said the rock the guitar oh so just just kim mitchell yeah, the guitar, and then also, like I said, Kev's synths, like, chiming in. Um, it just added a depth to the song that I don't think the first three quarters had. Yeah. And again, I didn't Again, I didn't hate this song. I just <laughs> didn't like it either. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm rereading my notes as we're talking, and I'm looking at how many times my notes are just like, fuck, god damn, this song, <laughs> the, the old man. <laughs> Like, all right, so maybe the two pages of notes might be too much, but... You're, like, you're like desperate for something now. You're, like, reaching out. And we're still in, we're still in salad days, bud. We still, got, <laughs> we still got Stevie P for one more, one more album. I mean, it's, and it's not just that, but it's me saying, like, this song should be in the BNL canon right up there with Old Apartment. Because I Whoa. feel like they have very few fun, heavy songs. And I feel like this Whoa. is a heavier song for them, right? I guess. Most of their big songs were either kind of chill like easy or kind of rap rocky like one mm-hmm. weekend another postcard and uh fucking this, song, uh, this song's kind of ch- this song's kind of chonky to me hmm it just kind of kind of chonks around chonky. i wouldn't say it i wouldn't say it slops but it definitely doesn't plop it like slips in it slips in it's like one of those one of those that you like let go and it just kind of slips into the water and makes no sound at all so so the scale is plop slip slop 
Yes, slip. (laughs) This is a slip for me. A plop, a slip, a slop. Okay, cool. Um, Oh, God, and a flop. That's where you just miss the toilet entirely. Has there been a song that's been a flop so far? Oh, God. There have been songs we've hated. Yeah, what songs have we hated? I'm trying to think. I think Um, I've forgotten them on purpose yeah. i've erased them from my brain size them from your memory yeah yeah i think at least one of the at least one of the protest songs we were not a fan of yeah probably like uh i like helicopter I, you know what it was it was um um uh sell 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 i think we were not super into mm. yeah a little too a little too uh cinematic for me um i i i love the harmonies in this song because i yeah. think they're done in a different way than bno harmonies usually are um for example, at the beginning of the song, uh, there's no harmonies for the first two lines. And then in line three, Kev joins in with the low harmony. And then in line mm-hmm. four, Steve joins in with the high harmony. And like we're like slowly putting the puzzle pieces together. I thought it was a very interesting way to do this. Did you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, I, it was okay that they were doubling up Ed's voice, but that's just sort of what they do, right? Were they doubling up Ed's voice? I felt it felt like it to me. Cause the low very much sounds to me, at least, like Kev, because there's at least three voices, which uh-huh. is funny because Kev doing the low harmony, especially on the line um, "Run away from everything we've hoped for." Kev is doing the low harmony, and it makes him sa- he's doing. Run away from everything we've. <laughs> it's like <laughs> the most like uh, broken wing baby bird uh, Kev moment. It made me mm-hmm. delight. Run, run away from everything we'd ever hoped for. I thought there was a lot of surprise in this song for me too. Um, like the way the song ends so suddenly was a delight. Um, the nice thing that BNL, the thing that BNL never does, that which is nice, is that they never fade out. There's always an mm-hmm. ending to a song, but this song just like snap and it's over, which I thought was really cool and really a neat way to kind of wind things, wind it up. That's the opposite of winding it up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wind it down, I guess. <sighs> um, and then <laughs> I feel like after every chorus, we had a very like roller coaster top of the hill moment. Right? Like, we were just, like, waiting, and then we came down that hill. Because there's a pause. There's, like, a, what are we doing now? And then we jump back into something. The same thing. It's like it's like you're, you're running down a hall, and you, you're, like, your roller coaster moment is, like, you're, like, oh, a door. Finally, you open it, and it's just the exact same hall. <laughs> This is the game PT. You don't get that reference, but my Silent Hill heads out there are loving it uh, in in musical form. Um, does Ev tell me how this video game sounds to you as a as a way to spend your time? You're in a hallway, and when you leave the hallway, you're in the same hallway. Sounds like a lot of Silent Hill people got really into it because it was slowly like uh, because there's a. I remember that wasn't there like shit that was happening though. I mean, yeah, there's like a ghost that's sort of following you. And if you turn around too fast, she'll kill you. Um, and there's, you know, sometimes she'll appear in different places and there's strange right. messages that appear. Yeah. But, so I got the I got the reference of what you were saying. Okay. Saker. Okay. All right. But I didn't even need to look it up, <laughs> which we can both do now. Yeah. 
so uh, um yeah and that, like but like the hall is like slowly degrading too isn't it it's not the exact same hall it's like coming apart to like mirror your un- un- unraveling sanity yeah sometimes there'll be eyeballs in the picture frames on the wall and shit like that so yeah you're right you're right sometimes um here's something that slowly unraveled my sanity is this song came preloaded on zunes oh that's is that fun like the, is that like the jamba juice uh <laughs> You don't remember Zunes? The, the Jamba Juice music sharing uh, PTP? <laughs> no, Zune was Microsoft's iPod. Oh, God, yes. Now I remember Zune. Oh, yeah. We still have a friend whose name uh-huh. I will not mention on this podcast who uses his Zune and swears by it daily. Is uh, it still a thing? Like, Or is it like... They've not made Zunes in 10 years, probably. Oh, wow. He, he, I think he, he had one that lasted him for like 15 years and then it broke and he bought another one off of eBay. Well, that's great. I mean, it's nice to have something without like planned obsolescence, right? It, yeah, it's true. I, I mean, it doesn't seem like much planning went into the Zune at all, to be honest with you, in <laughs> <laughs> so much as I've used it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, hey, bud, that's all I had about the music. Uh, did you have anything else about the instruments, or should we just jump straight to the lyrics? Let's go to those bling-blong lyrics. Sure. I feel like this was a pretty standard... Like, there wasn't a whole lot to dig up about this song, right? Mm-hmm. What did you think this song was about? Somebody who's in a relationship, either a marriage or a relationship, and all the, the blushes off the rose, and uh, they're... Um, like all the chemical, all the hormones and shit have worn off and you're realizing the person you're with is just kind of a shithead. And yeah. you're also, a, and you're also a shithead. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But they're a bigger shithead. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I think the singer might be a bigger shithead. What gave you the idea that the, uh, the other person's a bigger shithead? I was a baby when I learned how to suck. So he's, he's admitting that he's a kind of a shitty person, but you have raised it to an art form. So they are, he's acknowledging he's been mastered. Let me tell you that that might be my favorite BNL line ever. Oh, jeez, boy. Oh, oh, oh my God. Like, I could see Ed and Steve crafting that that internal and external rhyme and just, like, with little grins on their faces, like, <laughs> luck, heartwarm, suck, art, like, fuck. And it's so funny. Did you not laugh when you heard it? No. <laughs> didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> I just sat, I sat, like, stoned-faced. <laughs> Like the song starts and then I just kind of zoned out. Then then it ended and I just hit repeat and <laughs> did the exact same thing for like 45 minutes. I feel like it's, I had so much to say about 45 ev- minutes is enough time to listen to it 10 times. <laughs> I had it's so, so long. So much to say about ever Cause I felt like that was a, a joke that was crafted better than the underwear line impinch me because the underwear line the blush is off as you say mm-hmm. it after the first time you've heard it but this it's a joke that lands but it's not a joke that takes you out of the music it's still musically interesting even mm-hmm. after the joke is gone yeah don't deny that i okay. just didn't laugh you just asked me <laughs> if i laughed and i i didn't it's true um see i i thought that this song was about two folks who i agree with you um, but I, I think they are a passionate couple who got married too quickly. I think yeah. this was a, a sort of a shotgun Vegas wedding, right? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, mean, cause, he, does, cause, he does mention eloping. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe that this is what people elope for. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, I can't believe this is what people elope for. 
Um, and he also mentions, you know, uh, hearts on fire, f- this fire being mm-hmm. kind of a, a theme that runs through the, the, the song, um, mm-hmm. which I don't like that we start with stop, drop and roll in reference to mm-hmm. like fire. I thought that was kind of <laughs> cheesy, but um, yeah, this is a weird Ed as a bad boyfriend song, right? Well, I mean, also Steve wrote it too. So yeah, I but I that... wonder why they didn't give it to Steve. Hmm. I don't know. I don't think it would have worked with Steve's voice. Like really, it's it's a more of a poppy singer. And yeah. I think that he he gives a little bit of he puts a little English on it that I think Steve would put a little French on it. If you know what I mean. I do know what you because oh, there are lines like uh, you've done a lot of po- yelling pointed at my eardrum that just mm-hmm. strike me as like a homey sort of country down home mm-hmm. that only Ed can pull off. I think you're right. <laughs> I, d- I love that. I-, I felt like sometimes that might strike me as a bizarre, like, bastardization of something to make it rhyme, but Ed pulls it off, man. He just mm-hmm. fucking pulls it off. I don't know. Yeah. It's just as, like, it just reminds me of somebody who's, like, on their sixth marriage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, someone who married too young, they realize in their shitty relationship, and then they get out of it, and then they marry again, and again, and again, and again. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like, yeah, for sure. I agree. Cause I mean, obviously these people, so these people are toxic for each other. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about, I think that she says to him or, or the, the partner says to him, you're out of line. And he mm-hmm. responds with, you're out of your mind. Yes, I'm out of <laughs> Which makes me think that the the partner is not to blame here. She, they're saying something reasonable. I think you're being out of line here. And he says, you're fucking crazy. I can't handle this crazy bitch. Like, well, I don't know. But he admits it, though. He admits, yes, I'm out of line. Yeah. yeah. Which makes it even worse. Like, he knows he's like, being shitty. And then he accuses her of being crazy. Well, yeah, that's that's definitely abuser. Yeah. That's abuser bullshit on yeah. one hand, but on the other, she just strikes me as the kind of person who's like throwing fucking plates around and just screaming. Yeah, and I, he seems what? like the kind of he seems like the kind of guy who's like punching holes in drywall. Like one of, <laughs> like this this seems like that relationship. Like they're not like physically abusive, but they are like towing that fucking line. Yeah, this definitely. I can see where it takes place. I can see his mustache. I can see the Confederate flag <laughs> hat he's wearing. Uh, you mean a MAGA hat? Yeah, well, yes. Nowadays, one hundred percent. It's an end. End the uh, uh, liberate Ohio hat is what he's wearing. Oh, God, I yeah, be- I believe. Um, yeah, I think these. So these people are toxic for each other. But Ev, is this just a slice of their relationship dynamic, or are they permanently bad? Does this type of relationship ever work in the long term? I don't know, man. Like they both seem like high intensity people who shouldn't be around each other. If they're just, cause he's talking about winding they're they're winding each other up. Like that's yeah. the, that's the through line of the song. So I think that at least from his perspective and the information we've got on this song, no, they should be divorced and they should go into therapy Yeah, for yeah. their anger issues. I mean, there's gotta be, there's going to be makeup sex, right? I mean, this is the type of know. couple. I feel like there's hate sex in this relationship. I don't know. Yeah, I might be wrong, but yeah. Oh, you're right. I think therapy 100%, but also these two will never go to therapy. Yeah, I think, yeah, they won't. And I feel like they resent each other, but also um, 
yeah, they, they just resent each other, I think, yeah, yeah. To, to the point that I don't think this is going to work anymore for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, shall we, did you have anything else to say about the lyrics of? <laughs> just say no. No. I was just looking to see if I had anything, anything else written down. Yeah. Uh, let's, I want to talk about some other versions of this song because there are a bunch of other yeah. versions. Yeah. Um, can I, let's, I'm going to put a, a pause right here. Do you want to watch the video? It's like three minutes long or did you just want me to I already watched it? it. Oh, you did? Yeah, while we were talking, I watched it. Oh, shit. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay. Uh, well, then, fuck. I'm leaving this content in. You were watching the video as we were talking? <laughs> yeah, you, you did. You said you had two pages of notes and you wanted to talk <laughs> about the song, so I just let you go. What a shit. <laughs> hey, fuck. hey, it's it's research relevant to the program. Yeah, you're right. I can't fault you for doing your I'm job. I'm not just like, yeah, I'm not like tooling around on like Twitter or anything <laughs> or, or Tumblr. Um, what did you, I, I loved the video from moment one. I love a fucking yeah. plot video. Yeah. I mean, it was like basically like a day in the life of Jack Black. <laughs> yes. Like that was the video. I love, there's so many YouTube comments that were like budget Jack Black. Could they not get Jack Black for this video? <laughs> well, I bet they could not get Jack Black. He, they probably oh. could not afford Jack Black, but I think the guy did a good job. But it's, I don't, I think sometimes they'll do it if they're a fan. I think if Jack, mm-hmm. if maybe if they had asked him, have you seen that uh, the "I Really Like You" Carly Rae Jepsen video with Tom Hanks in it? That's a fucking oh, yeah. great video. Yeah. Have you seen it yeah. actually? Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. That uh, surprises me. You don't. You don't strike me as a CRJ kind of guy. I listen to music. I watch videos. I don't. The only reason <laughs> I saw that video is I was at an Asian karaoke bar, and uh. when you choose the video, they had the the video pop up. Um. Yeah, dude, I feel like this, number one, it reminded me of Hot Rod for some reason, the Andy Samberg movie. Yeah, yeah, which we still haven't, wa- you still haven't watched Sober all the way through. You don't even remember it. I, I remember, yeah, maybe 10 minutes of the whole thing. Um, I'm thinking this must be where all the video budget went for this album because mm. all the videos we've seen so far have just, <laughs> just trash. so shitty and bad. Yeah, this is, this is definitely a cut above all the videos of Blam so far. Yeah, yeah. Um, just to sum it up for our listeners, I would definitely go watch it, but it's, a a dude who, uh, came in third place in the air, air guitar competition last year. And he's going to, uh, he's going back. The air guitar competition is tonight and he's going to compete again and win his trophy back. Um, as a cool concept, as a fun video. Um, I love that, uh, we get to see all these characters who are trying out for the air guitar competition, including, um, Marge Simpson, which Mm -hmm. is fun. Um, (laughs) probably a strange licensing thing there I'm, I'm not sure they got the the rights to use it um i thought that the whole video was kind of a wind up for kim mitchell's solo because uh his solo is what the main uh, character in our yeah. video air, you were not watching with sound i understand yeah. um air guitars too um i did feel really bad for the young guy in the video the the the, the guy who loses the guy who's like i'm gonna slit your throat like he like makes the throat cutting gesture at him 100 <laughs> percent Why'd you feel bad for him? Because he deserved it more. I mean, I don't care about Mr. Third Place. He felt like he was kind of a, like, bloviating, like, he had women hanging off of him. This kid was working hard. He was hungry. He was hustling. He was hustling. This motherfucker just came in and, and took it from him. I I don't know. Maybe his routine was better. Probably. Whose routine do you think was better? You saw them both. Yeah, it's hard for me to say that... Our, our main character's routine wasn't better, but here's the thing is our main character feels like the villain in this video. I feel like this mm-hmm. video was a setup for the sequel video in which mm-hmm. that, that kid gets his comeuppance. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Um, 
I did forward to you the fan video, Ev. Yeah. Uh, what did you think? This was an official BNL held an air guitar competition for yeah. this song and asked people to yeah. send in their videos. What did you think? Yeah, yeah, that's a wide range of skill and people. <laughs> um, I don't know. There's there's puppets. There's nudies. There's kids. There's just two guys. Yeah. There's just two other guys. I, I felt like the two dudes were dressed as Ed and Steve, weren't they? Two of them were, and then there were just the two guys who kept editing themselves into the. Oh yeah, 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 over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a it was a fun cheap video, I guess. I don't think I'd want to watch it more than once. Yeah, I I kind of want to go back. Uh, and watch it. It felt risque too, with the nudity. That felt kind yeah. of like I don't know. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't nudity. It was like it was nudity, like um, cabaret nudity. Yes, she had uh, a cardboard box over her. Strategically uh, covered. Strategically covered. Yes. Um, I I thought it was funnier than the actual video. I thought there were parts of it that made me laugh and surprised me. Um, uh, I liked the guy going up the stairs backwards. That was very funny. Yes, he reversed his solo. And uh, that was about it. <laughs> I, I did you like I, in the first like ten seconds? Someone air drums uh, the solo for or the opening of "Get in Line." Didn't get that. Oh yeah. shit! I wonder if he just sent in an entire air drum to get in line. That would delight <laughs> me. He just completely misinterpreted it. I did think it was very similar to "Sound of Your Voice," in which we have YouTube celebrities mm-hmm. lip syncing the song. Kind of the exact same concept, right? But these are no famouses. No. These are no fames. No famous as these are. Correct, my friend. <laughs> I do wish with all of my heart that 20-year-old Saker had known about this competition. Fuck. I feel like it's good that you didn't. Why? <sighs> Man, I feel like you'd regret it. You, you feel like it would have followed me for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You would have been like, yeah, I, I really want to teach technology. Uh, it's my passion. I just, I'm just applying for this job and I love kids. And, and, they're, and they're just like, hold up their fucking phone. And it's just you doing this air guitar, like naked or something <laughs> or whatever the hell you were going to be doing. That's a good question. Ev, if you were- I'm talking to my mommy. <laughs> my name is Saker. What? I belong on King of the Nerbs. If you were applying to this video- what would be your gimmick as you air guitar? God, I would never apply to this video. <laughs> Ever. Really? Yeah, I'd rather like cut myself than apply to this fucking video. <laughs> Jesus. Well, well, I don't. Yeah, I'm not the kind of person who does this. And in fact, it's feeling me. It's like I'm, I'm getting my heart rate just sped up even thinking about it. But here's the deal. If Bandicoot Ladies did this today, which they never would, because I don't think studios care enough about them anymore to promote them like this. Mm-hmm. We would... Uh, would we be obligated? I feel like we'd be obligated as as the oh, Benedict boys. Mine would be eating an entire uh, large euro. Sure. On camera. Absolutely. Maybe, maybe. While you air guitared. I would stand behind you and stuff my mouth with a fucking euro exactly. the whole time. And it has to be comically sized. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have a huge one. And it'd be in my back. I'd have like a couple of them in my back pocket. <laughs> so if I finished on one, I would just keep keep slamming more into myself. Perfect. Yes. Um, God, that's that's. I think we'd get in for sure. Yeah. <laughs> they would love that progression of like showing I mean, the, how. Yeah, the the award, the Columbus uh, Podcast Awards loved it. Hey, guess what? CPAs hmm. got canceled this year. Oh, unsurprisingly. Unsurprisingly, yeah, I know everything's getting canceled, but I'm just bummed that we aren't going to win 2020 Best Music Podcast. I'm surprised that it was even a thing again. <laughs> Not only was it a thing, they were soliciting like. Hey, what bands should we get to play at the CPAs this year? Holy and jeebus. Buddy, you know I put my name in there. <laughs> um, oh, my garb. Did you watch uh, the bathroom session? 
yep, it was nothing special. Yeah. Uh, no guitar riffs or synths. Um, he does, when he uses that, uh, um, I was a baby when I learned how to suck, he goes like, so, <laughs> like he like goes all over the place with his vocals and that was fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did not notice that specifically, but now that I'm thinking about it, I do remember it. Um, I did think it suffered a lot with only one instrument. I uh, I did. I don't remember which of these I was looking at the comments on, but one of the comments was "Thank you, Saker." I was going to talk about that momentarily. Okay. It was a moment that stripped me out of my body and put me onto another plane of reality. <laughs> um, it was the Simglish, Simglish. Oh, that was it. That was version it. Okay. of this song. Uh, Larkin Carmichael one month ago said "Thank you, Saker" in the comments of that video. I had forgotten that I had mentioned the Simglish ver that very good ladies uh. did Simglish versions on this podcast, so he must have learned that from here. Larkin, if you're listening, you pulled my soul out of my butthole <laughs> for a moment. <laughs> but what I would love is I would love all of our listeners to leave comments thanking <laughs> Evan or Saker in future songs, so that when we did our research, we would find them. And yeah, uh, we would we would because like all the comments on the videos are like seven years old. Yeah, right? <laughs> they truly so. are. Or they're like, who's still thinking of this song in 2018? Which are like still two <laughs> years old, but still. Uh, and also, every bathroom sessions has the comment, you sound so much like the Bare Naked Ladies, <laughs> which always delights me. Um, yeah, Larkin, thank you. Uh, Simglish version. Fucking loved it. amazing. I did like that, but not yeah. because of the song, but because I fucking love Simglish. <laughs> me too. Uh, I, it's unbelievable to me that they did three Simglish versions of their songs for this uh, this CD. It's yeah. so good. They did so much shit for this album. I'm curious, like they they was they must have had to write, write out the gibberish, like because they they have to harmonize, right? He can't just like make up words, like nonsense words that on was, the spot. Like he's gotta ha they've gotta have it in. That was one of my notes. Is they had to write down like flibby goo gaboozy like. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, because they did harmonies on this song, too. It was so yeah. fucking funny to me. But they I've did... Always, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I've always been a fan of Singl Simglish because, like, I feel like that's what English sounds like to a non-native English speaker. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if Simglish has linguistic rules or no, if... It, oh, it doesn't. It doesn't. Oh, yeah. Did you look it up? Believe me, I did a lot of research on Simglish. I love Simglish. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, I can, like, spit out, like... I don't speak French or German or Spanish, but like I can make sounds that sound like someone talking that way, like sure. talking in Spanish or talking in French or German or something like that. And I've always been curious as to what like English sounds like. Right. Yeah. Because, because it's nonsense. So like, yeah, love it. Yeah. Um, but like they did three songs for Sims two. They did three music videos. They did a remix contest. They did an air guitar contest. Network was fucking pushing the shit out of Bernie Good Ladies for this album. They were trying really hard. They thought this was their big comeback. Hmm. It, it's, which, it's a fucking great album. Next it's episode, a good album. we'll talk yeah. about, we'll resequence it, we'll talk about Summon It Up, maybe we'll do something else that we need to talk about. Um, but on the whole, like, it's, it's, it's silly to me to think that this was going to be their big comeback, because I mm -hmm. don't think it's a comeback. I mean, I think it's, Number one, I think they've always been good. Mm -hmm. um, but I I don't know. I, I, I didn't feel like there was a lot of... I feel like this was consistently good without a whole lot of standouts. 
yeah, it was a pretty, I'd say overall, it's one of my more favorite albums, but like nothing grabbed me, like say like an alcohol or like a upside down or a maybe Katie or yeah, except I, for fucking vanishing vanishing fucking the best song. True. Hey, we've had like three people message us and say that toenail talk on vanishing freaked me out. So we need to stop talking about toenails on our podcast. Um, I watched, okay. a, I, I watched a live version. Did you watch a live version? Of this? Yeah, yeah, it was just 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 it. Well, this uh, the version I listened to was interesting. It had yep. banjo instead of acoustic. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no guitar solo. So without the the glue that I think that is that guitar solo mm-hmm. is, it's fine, but it's certainly not a standout. Uh, at I, I was uh, specifically referring to the live at Glenn Gold version. Jim's okay. bass kills. Um, there's not drums. There's tambourine. Which Ty is killing, and even at two fifteen, Ty goes yeehaw because it's so country, <laughs> banjo, tambourine, and bass. It's so good. Uh-huh. Okay, I'll have to listen to it. Yeah, yeah, it's it. They released the whole. Uh, it's called Live at Glengold, where they just yeah. Did- I've, I've 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 heard the other ones at that at from that one. I just didn't listen to that specific live version on yeah. this one because they do. It's this whole album. They just do it all the way through, which is neat. Hmm. Um, yeah, and I think Ev, those were all my alternate versions or videos or whatever. Did you have anything else? No, I do not. Okay, well, Ev, you're a liar because Please I know desist. that you have. Please desist. <laughs> you have for me our final romantic comedy read. Is this one actually yes. a romantic comedy, Ev? They've all been romantic comedies. Sure. All of them. Uh huh. And this is, of course, a vampire in Brooklyn. No, I'm just kidding. It's a <laughs> Blade Two. Blade <laughs> Two. Justice. <laughs> Toy Story Three. Um, this is a pretty bad romantic comedy for a pretty bad BNL song. Wow. It is 2006. Peyton Reed directed The Breakup, starring Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston. You may remember her from Leprechaun. I don't remember her from that but fair enough was she in leprechaun really yeah yeah she'll wow. never talk she never talks about it and Christ. if any interviews brings it up she just changes the subject immediately oh my god ridiculous okay yeah she's great in leprechaun love it <laughs> is um, that like her first role uh it was one of them for okay. sure interesting yeah a Tell lot me. of uh, a lot of famous actors have like horror skeletons in their closet and i love digging those up i'm sure uh tell me a little bit about this uh this this song or this movie here Vince Vaughn plays Gary Grabowski, mm-hmm. a tour guide, and Jennifer Aniston uh, plays Brooke Myers, an art gallery manager. They are dating. They think they're in love. They buy a condo together. But then the blush comes off the rose. Uh-oh, uh-oh, just like in this song. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Gary is immature. Brooke feels underappreciated. Gary feels like Brooke is controlling, a perfectionist. He just wants to relax. Um, so they're like, they're sort of wearing on each other. And then the breaking incident, the part where they're actually like angry and screaming is at this dinner party they throw for mutual friends. And then after the party, Gary just goes to relax and Jennifer Aniston, Brooke Myers has to clean up all by herself. So she breaks up, she breaks up with him. But the thing is both of them paid in on the condo and neither of them want to leave. (laughs) So they stay together trying to act as roommates. Um, so the point, but the movie is them acting out in more, increasingly more, uh, I wouldn't say violent, but more like egregious ways to provoke the other one into leaving. Oh, so Gary, Gary buys a pool table. He leaves like food and trash all over the part, over the part, um, condo. He does like a strip poker party with his brother, whose name is Lupus. <laughs> Amazing. Don't know why, but, uh, so 
Brooke uh, gets Gary kicked off the, his bowling team, and she starts dating like increasingly at like bigger assholes to try and provoke him into okay. uh, like like violence. But um, so they uh, they eventually like it goes a, a bridge too far. So she invites him to a old ninety seven concert, and I've never heard okay. of old ninety seven before. But apparently they're oh, an alt yeah. country alt country band. Yeah, they're 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 pretty good. Yeah, so basically like this song, Alt Country. Um, so she invites him to that, uh, try to try and salvage their relationship, but Gary just blows it off and misses it. Okay. Gary tries to win her back by doing, like cleaning up the uh, condo and throwing dinner, um, oh. <laughs> uh, giving her a nice dinner. But then uh, she doesn't, she's not interested. So sure. she, go, she goes off to Europe to gallivant around because she's rich and he gets back into tour guiding. Okay. And uh, that's pretty much it. They run into each other like sometime later and they have like an awkward yet friendly interaction and then they just leave. That's what? it. There's there's no fucking like resolution. The resolution is they don't belong together and they stay apart. Hey, that sounds like a great ending to a romantic comedy where like they don't get together and things weren't happy and like the end. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they have like an awkward yet friendly interaction because some time has passed and they're like, you know, this is, it wasn't all bad sort of thing. And then they both like are walking away and they look back and smile at each other and then they just go and live their fucking lives. How sweet and weird. And is this, have you actually seen this movie? Uh, I've seen pieces of it because I was okay. try I try and watch little bits of everything that I'm uh, describing, but I haven't right. seen it in its entirety. Okay. All right. Um, well, yeah, wow. Yeah, it um, it's not really that funny, and okay. it doesn't really have much in the way of romance either. So, Great. Um, so probably uh, yeah. So basically, I mean, it's just basically this song. It's sort of a, a down the plate nothing movie that I didn't really care for. <laughs> Wonderful boy. This sounds like a, a good time. But yeah, um, I mean, it's it 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 calls out that both of them both of them are sort of a. Um, fiery tempered and they definitely get into some reacts some some big moods and right. uh, uh th them trying to provoke each other basically like trying to wind each other up sort of thing so it just it just felt like this 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 movie mapped this song one to one yeah yeah that's legit i'm surprised it wasn't on the soundtrack <laughs> okay what well, did it come out yeah 2006 this would have been fucking yeah. perfect yeah exact same year Wow. Oh, here's what I've learned. And I think I knew this somewhere in the back of my head. One of my favorite musicians of all time did the soundtrack for this. Uh, John Bryan. If you guys don't know John Bryan, he is fucking amazing. He did the soundtracks for Magnolia, Punch Drunk Love, Eternal Sunshine, I Heard Huckabee's, Synecdoche, New York. He's incredible. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I would definitely advise uh, looking him up. Uh, so... If, if this podcast gets you nothing, it will lead you to better bands. So go look up John Bryant <laughs> and well, his album, Meaningless. Yeah, dude. We've talked about great music on this podcast. Mm -hmm. Haven't we? I mean, you talked mm -hmm. about old 97s. <laughs> I've never heard them. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Ev. Yeah? I've uh, You're free from your prison. Oh, Bye. <laughs> bye <laughs> no i mean you, you don't have to do any more romantic comedy reads i'm so excited oh, well i have to come up with a new prison i have to forge you, forge the walls of my new prison here's the deal i'm i'm very concerned because barenaked ladies are men is so tonally similar to barenaked ladies are me so is it going to be like action comedies like are you just going to flip the script just a little bit rush hour two baby <laughs> every song is rush hour two <laughs> it's all about rush hour two Oh, are you understanding the words that are coming out of my mouth? Um, a good. I think movie. that's Rush Hour One. Is it really? Yeah. Iconic. We um, could just Jackie Chan. We could just do Jackie Chan movies, I guess. Hell, fuck it. Well, can you really do movies again? That seems cheap. 
I can do whatever I want. I guess you can. I guess nobody's stopping you. Yeah, no one can stop me. Our fans are going to stop you, though. I mean, I've gone gone power mad. (laughs) If you don't want to hear Evan do more movies, please vote with the hashtag. uh, It's movie except with an N instead of an M. So it's Novi. (laughs) Hashtag Novi. Ev, I think it's about time to start rating this song. As usual, Evan, we are going to rate this song on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more bare naked this song is, the better it is. The more clothes it has on, the worse. So, Ev, if you would do the honors, wind us up, and pitch it right across the plate. Morning. Alarm clock rings. It is 7 a.m. I am in quarantine. I get up. I open my blinds. I open my other. It's a night. It's a it's a gray day. Um, I gotta go in. Wake up my boy. Uh, get him some cereal. He's sitting there. I check my work emails, um, and then I have him for like an hour. I just basically like we. I do whatever he wants for like an hour. So we're playing with like My Little Ponies or something. Sure. And I'm still. I'm like I'm wearing like shorts and probably because um, it's like it's spring and I want it to be like warmer so i'm wearing like shorts but i'm also wearing like a sweater and uh um and the day gets colder so i put pants on eventually and then i gotta go do my i gotta go do my work so i do that for a couple hours and then it's my turn with the boy again so we go outside and we go for a walk outside in the forest and uh uh, we come back and it's about nap time so we watch two episodes of powerpuff girls and then i put him down i put him down for his nap and uh, it's a good nap, and I get more work done. So I work, and then uh, my partner has him in the afternoon. Uh, and then I come down, and I record a podcast with my friend, um, Saker, about uh, a Bare Naked Lady song called Wind It Up. And uh, um, then afterwards, I have my boy for another hour. So we probably go back outside because it still looks kind of gray, but it's pretty nice. And then uh, we go outside, and we're walking around. And I got to think about what I'm going to do for dinner. And I'm thinking I'm going to do plantains and maybe some, like, red beans and rice, like some fried plantains because I've still got some plantains that are going a little bit spotty. Um, but we're outside, and we're just walking along next to the river. And I just hear, like, in the distance, and I, like, look around. I'm like, huh, that's weird. Oh, well. And then I go back and I make dinner. Just a normal fucking day. <laughs> so With a little bit of a guitar solo at the end. It was kind of cool. <laughs> I was going to say, the last fourth of this song is supposed to be much better than the other three fourths. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw. I heard a cool guitar. Someone's like wailing on a fucking guitar in my neighborhood. I don't know, I don't know sure. who it is, but, but my boy. <laughs> so, we actually, my neighborhood is actually really cool. They did a uh, um, porch concerts. Really? So, yeah, so like it was like two or three weeks ago. Um at like a like noon on a Saturday or something, anyone who wanted because there's a lot of musicians in my neighborhood apparently they all came mm-hmm. out onto their porches and they would just play, so you could like walk around the neighborhood. And there were probably about 20, 30 people just out playing music. That's cool as hell. And you could like sit sit and listen. Yeah, I took I took my uh, son and his and we walked around and listened to some music. All right. So so, so sorry to confirm sweater and long pants. Yeah, and shoes. And, well, you're always barefoot shoes. Yeah, because it's too cold for sure. barefoot right now. I, I in the morning I went out barefoot and my feet were too cold, so I had to, I I'm have, to put shoes on. I have seen you walk through the snow barefoot. Yeah, but I'm not like outside for an hour in the fucking snow. That's fair. Okay. All right. Um this song for me, uh I am a uh, a New York uh hipster. I live in New York City and I just I do all the cool shit with my cool friends. We are buddies together. Uh and I get up and I put on uh a t-shirt for uh this band, uh super cool little indie band. 
um, called the, uh, the the Shit Funks. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, my Shit Funk shirt is on. I put on this, uh, this pair of uh, jeans, uh, and I tuck the shirt into the jeans because that's kind of the style at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and, are, they skinny, uh, are they skinny jeans or are they? Oh like my god! Baggy? No, they're tight as hell, bro. You can make out every contour. You can make out uh, every vein, <laughs> every throbbing pulse. You can make it out. Um, and uh, my friend calls me and he says, "Hey, bro, you want to go to the Knitting Factory?" And I say, "Fuck yeah, I want to go to the Knitting Factory, a well-known New York music venue." Uh, and uh, I think we're gonna go see a concert. And he sends me his GPS coordinates. And I, uh, I just plug them into my, I don't even think about it. Cause I, you know, I always use GPS. I'm a millennial. I don't know how to get anywhere without my phone. Right. Even mm-hmm. though I've lived in New York my whole life. Uh, so I put the, I, I, I put them in and I, I travel down to where my friend is and, uh, I get there and I see that it is a literal knitting factory. This is a factory <laughs> where they knit clothes. Uh, and he says, uh, this is my friend, uh, uh, Brondle, And he says, bro, we are going to get a fucking tour of this knitting factory. It is going to be the dopest shit that you've ever seen. And I say, Brondle, but I've, tr- I've got a really good picture of Brondle in my head. Like you, you just, I just, see, I can see him. Was it, was it the hand snap that I did when he yes. said, bro? Okay. Yeah. I see Brondle. <laughs> uh, and I say, Brondle, I trust you, bud. Let's, let's do this shit. Uh, so we're inside, we're in this knitting factory, and we have this great tour guide, and she's showing us all of the machines and the the auto looms and the spindles <laughs> and all the shit that they do. And I am just entranced. Brindle was right, dude. He knows NYC like the back of his hand. Um, and I'm having a blast, and I'm having such a good time that I accidentally am leaning in, and I get too close to one of the machines, and it grabs one of the loose threads of my, sh- uh, uh, what was it again? The shit fucks? Uh, shit funk all-stars. Shit, shit funk all-stars shirt, and it just starts fucking weezering it, which is what I call it when, uh, mm-hmm. you know. That's what we all call uh, it. Pull you don't need to thread. explain it. Everyone, okay. everyone knows good. what Weezering is. <laughs> We're good. Uh, and it starts taking my shirt. And I say, whoa, 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 what do I do? And Brundle says, bro, it's the will of the cosmos. Just let him have it. And it <laughs> takes my shirt off. And I have it tucked into my tight jeans that are so tight that it starts unraveling my jeans as well. And then I'm left in this knitting factory in just uh, a pair of MeUndies that I ordered using... Uh, code the boys on meundies.com and my uh no show socks and my vans um and that's that's what i have on and you know what i start a new fashion trend um socks shoes and underwear everybody loves it you can uh uh, see it on the streets of nyc every day now ebo i fucking Mm -hmm. love this song it was a great song oh sorry for you that's (laughs) that's fine and that's fair and We'll be right back with more It's All Been Done, a Bannock and Ladies podcast. Hi, Evan. Hi, buddy. <laughs> I feel like that was a very sweet, like, that's, is that the voice you wake up your child in? Um, yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, that sounds uh, Those are the like exact words I used to wake him up. Hi. Uh, how we sleep. Really? Hi, buddy. Does he, every time you say, how did you sleep? And he goes like this. <laughs> is he a jokester? Mm. No, he goes, no. <laughs> you asked him how he sleeps and he says, no. No, I don't want anything from you. Go away. <laughs> Shut the door. He does not like being woken up. Uh, but he rarely also sleeps, right? He does not sleep that well anymore. Okay, yeah. He's a, he's a little insomnia boy. Is he a wake up early boy? No, no. He's Good. a, he, he's a, uh, 
he'd sleep later, but then we wouldn't be able to get him down for a nap. And God damn, naps are important. Oh my God, for certain. Uh, my child today is bucking his second nap, and boy, do I feel like a shithead for recording a podcast instead of helping my partner well, raise our child. Fucker. You should get a blast helmet for him, like on Star Wars. What do dad do? It's just a helmet with a shield so he can scream and yell all he wants. <laughs> and no one can hear him. <laughs> so so just ignore him. Just put the blast yeah. helmet on him for like an a, hour. Get an isolation tank. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, that would be fun. A little float tank for my baby that he could scream in. Yeah, and it would be but it'll be shielded so you won't be able to hear him. Sure. That's the most important part is that I'm having a good time. Yeah, that's what they say. Children's needs before parents needs parents wants before children's need or wants <laughs> wait parent need before children needs no nope. <laughs> children's children's needs before parents needs so yes. if they need something you have to do it before anything you For need sure. but yeah. parents wants before children's wants so is sleep a child need or a parent one uh Sleep is a parent need and a child need. <laughs> okay, so it's the most important thing. So I shouldn't yes. just put a blast helmet on my child. <laughs> well, if it helps him sleep. I feel like him screaming into an echo chamber would not <laughs> help him sleep. That's the thing. It wouldn't be echoes. It would just swallow his screams and he'd never... No one, it'd, be like, it'd be like no one could hear him. I feel like that's a surefire way to fuck up your child for life. No, it's just learned helplessness. Like he'll be he'll be next generation's uh great great factory worker. Yeah, okay okay, sure. And that's truly what my aspiration is for my child is yeah. to be the next great factory worker. Yeah, I'm hoping for middle management for mine. Damn, that's not bad. I I want him I've been applying for him to be on America's next great factory worker. <laughs> that new reality show that came out. Um and uh summarily rejected each time, but I feel like he just needs a couple more months. Yeah, I mean, he seems like he's got he's got his de- he's getting his manual dexterity down, so I think he could easily load marbles into a chute. Yeah, I mean, he fed himself and uh, some scrambled egg this morning, so I think he's oh, ready. Oh wow! Yeah, he's ready to eat anything that comes down that <laughs> conveyor belt. <laughs> he's ready to eat any marble you throw at him. <laughs> yeah, damn right. <laughs> uh, my my son, you you attended my son's uh, Zoom birthday party. We're in a strange time in the world. We are. Uh, in which my partner made him, baked him a cake from scratch, including the frosting uh, she made from scratch. And he took it and he pushed it off of his tray entirely. A giant as cake. Is, as is his right. He's rejecting yeah. capitalism. <laughs> it's true. Uh, capitalism would have been buying the cake. This is homespun uh, 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 frontierism. No, I mean, but she bought all the ingredients, right? I guess so. There's no and two it was probably more expensive. It was probably way more expensive and more difficult than just buying a cake, right? 100%. And the point was for him to smash it, right? Yeah. Switch. So conspicuous yeah. consumption was the point <laughs> of that. Fuck. Yeah, you nailed us both, dead to rights. Uh, yeah, I do yeah. want to say nothing against factory workers. Uh, speak I come for... From a long line, I come from a long line of factory workers. Speak so. for yourself. I think you factory hate... workers are garbage. <laughs> no, I my father they... organized uh, factory workers his whole life. Oh, okay. So you're my boss now? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I mean, listen. If we're just your father just on... came in, you came in with his uh, big Mario mustache and bossed my dad around <laughs> in the steel oh, plant. Is that what you did? Is that what your dad or- did? Organized your dad's union? Yeah, he fucking did. What now? Bossed it around. Bossed him around. <laughs> bing bong, bing bong. You do this. You do that. My name is Jonathan Grangle, and I'm gonna tell you how to do my business. 
He did. His catchphrase was "Bing bong, Bing bong." <laughs> I'm your dad. Go to bed. Bing bong, Bing bong. Bing bong. Oh boy. You know what? A factory worker's favorite podcast is of. Uh no. Take a guess. Uh, wrong. Uh, I didn't guess yet. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Um, it's uh, it's uh, oh no, Ross and Carrie. <laughs> That's correct. Oh no, Ross and Carrie is a podcast where two friends, Ross and Carrie, do a crazy thing every week. Um, no, a factory worker's favorite podcast, as decided by unanimous vote, is two ninety four note streak. That's right. Joe and Riley are going to rank every song that's ever been in a Guitar Hero game one bracket matchup at a time. All 294 songs. Um, this program ended December of last year, so you Why can are we go still back. Advertising it because the archive still exists. It's once something you can go back and binge, dude. That's awesome. When something is over, it should be over. <laughs> You're, they're still getting the ad revenue. It's fine. You think that. Uh, syndication shouldn't exist for sitcoms? Correct. Wow, that's a big swing. Everything should live in a place and a time, and this world is empty. That's... <laughs> my world. My life is empty. My life is empty. My life is empty. My life is empty. As a famous philosopher once said. Um, Ebbo, uh, anyway, that's my podcast recommendation for this week. Oh, yeah, which was your favorite episode of that podcast? My favorite episode was episode 26 the best song in Guitar Hero is decided in this episode. <laughs> it's Do you know what it is? I don't. I have absolutely no idea. I should probably know, but I forget. Yeah. I bet it's not the best. I bet whatever they decided was not actually the best song. I bet you I would not agree with their very uh, 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 minute decision. What's the word for when it's uh, just a certain small group of people deciding something? Anecdotal? Great. Bye. Gosh. Welcome back to It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Now's the time in the show when we spin that big old wheel and figure out what we're going to do today. If you can't hear it, but the wheel is flipping around. And we are going to go with... In it's out of control. <laughs> in the drink. You need to sedu- you need all caps <laughs> to seduce the narrator of this song. How do you go about it? What's your pickup line? Oh, fuck. It'd be super easy. Just be like, who's that bitch over there? (laughs) So you think that he would immediately be attracted to you if you insulted his current partner? Yeah. I mean, I bet he's looking. Well, okay. So that's a, I'm just going for like the, like 50, 50 straight down the plate. So there's a 50% chance he wants to vent about how, how like horrible she is. Sure. There's a 50% chance he will fucking punch me in the face or like sure. shoot, shoot me with a gun. So like, <laughs> I'm just going, I'm going as straight as possible right for the juggler. See, I, yeah, I, I feel like that would err more on the side of like, what did you say about my woman? Like, I feel like even though they hate each other, they desperately, and this is where my hate sex interpretation of this song came from. I think they fucking love each other and would go to bat for each other, even though they fucking hate each other. Um, I don't know. I feel like you've had Evan. Mm-hmm. If I insulted your brother right now, would you go to bat for him? Yeah, always. Right? And I know that you two have a contentious relationship. Not not the level of these people. We've never like <laughs> shouted and thrown shit or like Really? That surprises suck. me. Yeah. I mean we've gotten like maybe two fist fights in our life. Yeah. Wow. So. Okay. And All that's right. that's over what, thirty nine years or thirty six years. Yeah, okay. So 
Um, and, and one of them was when he was a baby. And I beat the fucking <laughs> shit out of him. And I was a two-year-old. I fucking walked over his crib and I just fucking dropped an elbow, the people's elbow, right on his fucking little soft noggin. And that was the end of that. Holy shit. Ex- I was the master. <laughs> you had to assert dominance quickly. Sure. Yeah. And then you peed on I just his feel crib. like. I just feel like the uh, the narrator of this song would be super fucking easy to seduce. Yeah, I feel. Go what? to a bar, sit at the bar where he's at drinking. You've seduced him. I feel like you would have to be. You'd have to put on a shit ton of makeup. First off, I think, and I maybe this is very uh, narrow minded of me, but I feel like he's very straight. So yeah. I think that you and I. Oh, we're talking about literally us as men trying to seduce him as another man. Maybe I was just saying like. Like any like a numinous person, I was thinking like I'm a woman now. Okay, sure, but even if you but, if you were a woman, I feel like you'd have to fucking doll up. I feel like he doesn't go for women without makeup. Oh yeah, I, yeah, you tease your hair out, you know, make a really, big poofy. Yeah, yeah, cake on that eyeliner. You know, right, you're ready to go. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I just feel like if you sat at the bar and ordered a whiskey, he would be up your butt right away. Do you? So you feel like he would cheat? Yeah, because because he hates. He would cheat not only because he wants to cheat, but because it would it would because he's self destructive, right? And he's and he they're both destroying the relationship. Yeah. So I think that like both of them are gonna cheat yeah. because it adds more fuel to the fire. Yeah, like, would, this guy would be super easy to seduce. As would his as would his partner. Yeah, it would wind up his partner. You're right, and that's kind of what he's aiming for. So Ev, let me flip the script. Do you feel like there's any way that you and I could seduce this man? <laughs> um. I don't, how do you, how do you, how do you seduce someone who does not share your sexual orientation? I, you don't try to? Yes. Good right? call. But unfortunately our wheel says you <laughs> need, need to. to. <laughs> oh, so I think my, my, uh, my seduction technique would be basically date rape. Oh, yikes. <laughs> because it'd be like, I mean, I, he's not going to sleep with me willingly. Right. So you kind of have to force it. Right. This is horrible. You, you're the one who pushed this on me, right? I didn't think it would go to this dark of a place. What the fuck did you think I was going to do? I thought we'd be like Bugs Bunny, dress up like a woman, and fucking lay a big smoocher on his face. I don't know. <laughs> you went straight to date rape? No, I think it would be like, you give him a shoulder to cry on, you keep buying him whiskeys, and then... I see. Then you guys, then on the way home, you uh, you lay a big smoocher on him as he's fucking too drunk to do anything. Sure. So you'd have to... Sure, sure. So you'd have you'd have to get him drunk and then and then give him a kissy. Yeah. Okay. It's basically like the same plan that you came up with, except See when there's no we're not dressed, we're just wearing our normal clothes. Yeah, when Bugs Bunny does it, it seems funny. This strikes me as horrifying. <laughs> but you're yeah. right. There's there's functionally no difference. I guess Bugs Bunny was catfishing Elmer Fudd. And I don't know. Yeah, that is horrifying, I guess. Of course, I guess all cartoons back then are horrifying. You know, I mean, I feel like if you put a lot of work in, you might be able to convince this guy to like... I don't know why, but I, I see like every MAGA hat wearing guy as like a like like doomsday prepper is like somewhat latently homosexual. And then I'm not sure why I see that. I think it's because they're a lot of them are homophobic and I think there's that equation, mm-hmm. maybe a false equation in our minds between mm-hmm. people who are homophobic and some latent homosexuality. Boy, two straight white guys are not, <laughs> we're the worst people to talk about what we're talking about right now. I feel like, yeah. well, uh, you, you led me down this horrifying path. <sighs> I'm sorry. I led you down this with your, path. <laughs> with your force, with your force needing, I need to seduce this man. <laughs> I believe that but was see, okay, your but here's the real thing. segment, by the way. 
both of our both of our things aren't seduction because we have to seduce him, right? Right. So getting him drunk and like kissing him, that's not seduction. And neither is like dressing up and pretending to be something like pretending to be a woman. So okay, so 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 creating a long con where we catfish him over the internet, that's a way to seduce him. Yes. Yes. Okay, we figured it out. So we've catfished this guy. We cat we, we catfish him by uh, yeah uh, uh, presenting pictures of a model that we got off of Google Image Search because he's not smart enough to reverse image uh-huh. search them. Yeah, and then how are we gonna how are we gonna actually like seal the deal though? I don't think we need to. We've seduced him. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so he uh, he buys us uh, he buys us tickets to Hawaii. Perfect. That's and that's that's a successful seduction. Done. Done and done. We did it. And yeah, and then we show up. We show up. He, yeah, and then we show up like two hours early, collect the tickets, and we both of us fly to Hawaii on yeah, his dime. Absolutely. Sedu- and we high five the whole way there, <laughs> which everybody on the plane is pissed off about. They fucking hate it. <laughs> All right, well done and done. Uh, yeah, that was that was a much nicer seduction. I like that one better. <laughs> Whew, yes, I'm wiping this yes. one off my brow. Because I feel like this guy doesn't have much money, but he's also a shithead. Yeah, probably true. Yeah. So, so do you not feel bad about grifting him? Um. You know, probably I I feel bad now, but I think I could probably get myself in the headspace where I wouldn't feel bad. I I feel like I could rationalize it too. Yeah. And we could leave our partners with the kids and just go on a brocation. Oh, that'd be so nice. <laughs> just you and me in Hawaii. And that'd be my you know, partner would fucking my, both of our partners would fucking hate my, it. My partner would be so so angry. <laughs> oh, she loves Hawaii so much. Uh, anyway, yeah. Wheel, I hope that answered your question. <laughs> Now's the time in the show when we um, when we answer a question from our friends, our fans, our squeezy little stinkers. Uh, if you have a question for us, you can email us. It's all been done podcast at gmail.com. This email comes from our friend James. Wait, how many of them are there? How many of what? Them. Oh, how one. many how many uh, s- specific iterations of James? Yeah. Consist of this James. Uh, Well, his his, uh, Gmail picture is only one, so it's hard to tell how many James there are. (laughs) But he does have a plural noun in his email address. So shit, maybe... Oh, fuck. We'll say there's at least seven. Seven James. And I think each of them composed one word, and they just looped around. This was done sort of Chinese whisper style to this email. Here we go. Since we know the... I can't... No, I'm not going to do it like that. Uh, This email is called Question for Podcast. Since we... By the way, we know it's a question for the podcast. It's coming into this email. Since we know the ladies are vampires, they've been alive a very long time and have probably changed identities periodically. Which historical figure do you think each of the ladies might have been during their long lives? Sent from my iPhone. Uh, Okay, so... We get to match up each of the bare naked ladies with a historical figure. Um, Zinker furiously types historical figures into Google. Excuse me. I'm typing in important historical figures. I see like Ed being like a a northern general, like a Stonewall Jackson or something. Like a general, a civil war general. Sure. Like I can imagine, I can imagine Ed with like a beefy mustache and like those baby blues staring across the battlefield in his in his like dress blues as he orders his forces to charge down the hill at Antietam. <laughs> sure. So we so they don't necessarily have to look like uh, the Brandon Lake because they could have changed their look over time. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Exactly. See, I'm vampires tempted- can change their form. 
Sure, sure, sure. I'm very, very, very tempted to say that Steve is uh, General Lee now, but I don't. I think that presents a bad picture of him. Um, I think Steve was uh, Muhammad Ali. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You said they could change their form. Okay, no. Um, I don't know. All right, so let me do. You know what? I think Kevin is Jacques Cousteau. Wait, Jacques Cousteau oh, yeah. and Kevin probably lived at the same time, huh? Well, I mean, yeah, but you can have multiple identities. I guess that's true, and I've never seen a picture of Kevin and Jacques in the same place at Together, the same time. Together, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's probably it. He was probably Jacques Cousteau. I can easily see him calming me to sleep with a historical uh, or, or some sort of uh, nature documentary. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a very Cousteau-like figure. Uh, who's next? Uh, Tyler. I think Tyler is a uh, Millard Fillmore. <laughs> Why? Well, he's kind of a, Millard Fillmore is kind of a, uh, he was the 13th president of the United States. Uh, he was the last member of the Whig party, if I seem uh-huh. to, correct. and he's got sort of a Tyler bearing about him. Okay. What, what about him is a Tyler bearing? Um, whew. have you seen a picture of Millard Fillmore? No, I've not. Should I look one up? Yeah. Okay. Um, I can and tell me that's not tell me that's not a tie a Tyler. Ah shit! He does look like a tie. <laughs> yeah, I could see this man has he has what I call BTE, which is big tie energy, which yeah, is what yeah. I, I aspire to have in my life as well. Um, boy, oh boy! Yeah, he looks like he could beat the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he was like uh, he was also like one of I'm trying to remember like. He was one of the presidents who, like, after he was president, ended up without any money. Oh, no. Like, everybody, like, all of our presidents have been, like, you know, wealthy people to right. begin with. At least, I mean, they can't, they're either senators or whatnot. They, like, I'm not saying they're one percenters, but they're definitely not just, like, mi- no one, few, few people come from middle class to become the president. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah, that checks out. Um, hey, uh, Millard Fillmore bears more than a passing resemblance to Alec Baldwin. Whoa, I I mean, Ty Ty is also Alec Baldwin. It's very very uh, again, same place, same time. Don't know, never seen. I also feel like Alec Baldwin could kick the shit out of me. Uh, Yeah, yeah. he seems like a and Alec Baldwin seems like he has a mean streak. One hundred percent. He got uh, torn off that plane for playing Candy Crush. Do you remember that? (laughs) No. Oh yeah, he wouldn't he wouldn't put his phone away during takeoff, and they had to remove him from the plane. Um, so who do we have left? We have uh, Steve and Jim. Uh, I'm going to take Steve. I feel okay. like Steve kind of radiates... Um, oh, so I think Steve radiates Napoleonic energy. Uh, yeah. I think Steve is kind of the big blustery, like... Why have I picked two French people? I'm reflecting on my choices, <laughs> and they're very strange. Uh, but yeah, I, I think Steve is kind of like... Uh, he wants to be bigger than he is. Uh, mm-hmm. He's got this this uh, very, you know, uh, explosive energy to him. Um, I don't know. I feel like he's a he's a, a, a sort of a Napoleon guy, right? I also feel like he could eat an entire ice cream sundae uh, and go down a water slide and have a fucking bitchin' day uh, <laughs> at, the, at the Piggly Wiggly. Uh, agreed. <laughs> how, how fucking psyched are you for the new uh, Bill and Ted movie? Uh, on a scale from one to ten, like a seven. Okay, 
that's that's slightly lower than me. I fucking love those movies. I'm so excited. I loved them. I loved them when I was in high school, and then I watched them again, and they were not. They were real uncomfortable in a lot of ways. Yeah, the second they were one a product of their time. Yeah, the second one has a lot of gay panic sort of shit in it. But fuck if they aren't very very funny. Other than that, but anyway, sorry. Uh, I believe I've left you with Jim, my friend. Uh, I feel like Jim. Let's see, redhead James Joyce. James Joyce. <laughs> yeah, they do have the same sort of like uh, gibberish energy to them, don't yeah, they? Yeah. I, mean, I, I feel like, like I, I love you is equal to Ulysses. Yeah, like I love you and in the drink are just basically like uh, a <laughs> portrait of the artist as a young man. Oh my God. I really, I, I feel like we should take <laughs> a chance. <laughs> I didn't know James Joyce was a redhead. Yeah, yeah, he was. Can I Can I do a bonus one? Sure. Uh, Ron Ayanello is Adolf Hitler. What? Thanks for the question, James. All right. Thank you all for the question, James. <laughs> Sorry. Ebbo. Draino. Draino. <laughs> Indeed. Is that what you're plugging this week? Are you getting a plug? Y'all got to clean them drains out. <laughs> nice. Nice. Just clean them out. Now, do you do you use it to clean your own drains like your body? Yeah. I Like I said, I've got that peach tree in my stomach. <laughs> uh, and I've got to, I've got to eat, drink like a little cap full of Drano every night, or it, I've, it, it strangles me. I've forgotten about that. That is true. It is, it is fun how lore based that uh, ended up being. I, well, I sure I, as hell haven't forgotten about this damn peach tree. <laughs> it's very difficult for you too, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, uh, I want y'all out there listening to uh, review us on iTunes. I really want more reviews. Uh, five stars. I don't. We'll read them don't on the podcast. Give us reviews. Five star, one star. We don't give a shit. Evan desperately wants reviews. Mm Want to read them. Um, Other than that, uh, join the Orange Grubs Patreon. Are you going to no-butt me there too? (laughs) 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 Uh, You can hear our snack time episodes, which we haven't done any of since we've been in quarantine. Our schedule's been so fucked up. Sorry, Patreon. (laughs) Um, We can can bang one of those bad boys out. Yeah, we'll get to track four soon enough. Uh, and, uh, uh, join our discord. We would love to talk to you. Uh, I'm enjoying talking to folks in there. Got a lot of uh, fun BNL talk going on. Um, yeah. What else? What do you have to, so you're plugging Drano. Anything else? Well, I'm not plugging Drano. Drano is unplugging it. I, everything. I am stuck on bandaid brain because bandaid stuck on Drano's me. drinking me. <laughs> I'm drinking Drano because Drano's drinking me. That's right. I am uh, not plugging Drano, brain because Drano is not plugging me, unplugging me. <laughs> Fuck, this is a bad this is a bad segment. Um Ebbo, um you can get <laughs> with us on Facebook where it's all been done a better good ladies podcast, on Twitter at been done pod. I've updated our social media for the first time since quarantine started i've had no motivation to do so but i did it when vanishing went up i felt like good I had to. job thank great job. you good. great it's hard it's hard to get motivation anymore yeah yeah you know do you feel that way mm, yeah <laughs> i'm sorry i wanted to say more but i couldn't <laughs> i couldn't just bring myself to talk ebbo crango i'm saker i'm evan and we'll see you again in one week week
Welcome to 294 Note Streak, the best idea for a podcast of all time. We use a bracket to rank every song that's ever been in a Guitar Hero game. That's pretty much it. That's the whole idea. My name's Joe. I'm Riley. We do that thing we just said every mm, two weeks. We rank it on how much we like the song and if it makes a fun chart to play. Is 294 an equally divisible number for a bracket? It's not! <laughs> Is Thunder Kiss 65 the best white zombie song? Can anything topple Hangar 18 in this race to the top? Will Pat Benatar's Heartbreaker defeat Michael Jackson's Beat It? Yes. <laughs> yeah, spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Should Fat Lip be in Guitar Hero? <laughs> Find out by listening to 294 Note Streak on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or a better app. And remember, enjoy music.